Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. This is episode 72 of the podcast, Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, and I'm glad you are here today. Today, we are talking all about desire versus commitment versus sustained commitment. And I wanted to do this episode on desire and commitment because I often see so much desire for something, right? Often um, it's weight loss, but also in my life coaching as well as my mental health therapy uh, practice with clients. um, And I have uh, found this in my own personal life as well is this desire for a particular change, right? So it might be a goal that we want. Maybe we desire more money or we desire a healthy, healthier relationship with our significant other or we desire being able to be more creative in life or we desire to change a job we dislike or for specifically this podcast purpose, we desire to lose weight and live in a healthy body. So I'm gonna talk about desire, commitment, as well as sustained commitment, and why sustained commitment is actually what we need to make our desires, our dreams, our goals actually come into reality for us. I'm also going to tell you the how, right? Because that's my big thing um, with this podcast is, is really teaching the how part. How do you actually create commitment? So how do we actually create that sustained commitment that I'm, I'm going to talk about in your life so that you can realize your goals, your dreams, your desires, um, and uh, particularly for this podcast, weight loss, if that's why you are listening. There is an actual method to creating commitment that works. Okay, before we get into it, just a quick reminder that you can head to my website at heatherheinen.com, and Heinen is spelled H E Y. N-E-N. And from there, you can get lots and lots of details on how I work with clients for weight loss coaching, for life coaching, um, as well as within my therapy practice. I do um, offer all online modes of therapy as well as life coaching and weight loss coaching, but lots and lots of details over there. You can also get to my social media handles from there, and you can listen to this podcast plus my other podcast called Flexible Fasting from my website as well. Um, All right, so moving on, let's talk a little bit first about desire. And the definition of desire is wishing for something or wishing for something to happen or wishing to obtain something, right? So desire um, falls into that category. I always think of the word wishing. If we're desiring something, we're wishing, we're, we're hoping, we're wishing for something. And then 
definition of commitment is feeling dedication and loyalty to a cause, an activity, or job, being wholeheartedly dedicated. So if we look at that particular definition, what I just said, the definition of commitment is, it's a feeling. And if you've been listening to me for a while and understand the think, feel, behave, or the think, feel, do cycle, just a refresher, you know, we have a thought, the thought creates a feeling in us, which with all of our bodies, these feelings uh, come along with these little chemical cocktails that create actual sensations in our bodies, which then motor our behaviors. And often this happens subconsciously as well as consciously. So if we understand that commitment is a feeling, well, I'm sure you know where I'm going to go with this. It means we can actually you know, create feelings of commitment or dedication, uh, steadfastness of willingness by using our thought work. And that's what we're going to get into today. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. I wanted to tell you about a company I recently used and that you may be interested in using as well. It is called Five Strands, five, the number, and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S, five strands. And it is a test to learn about food intolerances, environmental intolerances, and it can give you lots of really good information on how your body is currently responding to your diet. So it can identify food or environmental intolerances and then you can kind of temporarily remove these things from your diet and make lifestyle decisions around that in order to reduce inflammation, to feel a bit better. Uh, this isn't about allergy testing. This isn't the same if you were to go get allergy testing through blood. This is uh, simply about a different process they use that help to identify not allergies, but simple intolerances to foods that you currently may be eating and things in your environment. And then once you have that knowledge, the idea is you can go into an elimination diet and take all those things out at once versus if any of you have done an elimination diet before, when you're trying to figure out what's working for you, what's not, you know, maybe something like you take out all dairy, you have to wait four weeks to see how you respond, then you take out another thing, then you, so it's just this really long process of trying to figure those things out. This is just a really quick, simple, easy way to get that information and eliminate all those things at once. 
And then the idea is you do slowly add them back in once your body, um, the inflammation has calmed down, your body's ready to respond to them again. So this isn't about eliminating these foods forever and always. It's simply about taking them out for a time period to really optimize your health, maybe even lose some weight, and then um, slowly adding them back in. And the test is so easy because you just send in some strands of hair, hence the name of the company, Five Strands. You just send in some hair, you get results back within five to seven days. The other reason I, when asked, agreed to work with this company was because their customer service was so amazing. Any questions you have, um, anything like that, they are just friendly, very knowledgeable. Um, I just really, really appreciated their this to me was like old school customer service. So they're a great company. Um, and, and, and this sort of testing can just give you that idea of, okay, these are the things I'm going to try to cut out and, and we'll see, um, you know, trying to optimize feeling good, all that sort of stuff. And my own personal thing with this is I was noticing that I was having uh, just some cues and feedback going on from my body with some regular things I had been eating where I had never had those uh, negative cues and feedback before. And so I knew something was going on and that's why I got into taking this test. And what was really interesting is some things came back that I knew would come back. Like I've always known dairy. I do not do well with dairy. Um, I, I know I don't do well with eggs, things like that. But I really found some of the results fascinating. Like there were certain proteins that I was used to eating every single day that I'm highly right now currently in my lifestyle intolerant to um, and other proteins that were just fine. So that helped me adjust uh, to what I'm eating right now. Another thing that was really interesting is I always thought I was really intolerant to red wine but could was fine with all clear alcohol like vodka, um, all that kind of stuff. And Actually, according to this, uh, all clear alcohol is not good, but I'm totally cool with red wine. So things like that were really, really fascinating to me and also just helped me create sort of this elimination diet plan for about six weeks that I'll be doing and uh, just just gave me all the information in one shot. So I highly, highly recommend them if you are looking to optimize your health it's a quick and easy test to just get more information. I really do hope you give it a try. I just believe more knowledge about our bodies and how they are working is such a key in gaining that optimal health. So if you want to give them a try, you can head over to fivestrands.com. Again, it's the number five and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S.com. And when you go to check out, put in my name, Heather Heinen. H-E-Y-N-E-N, and you're going to get a nice discount. Commitment is so huge because when you have commitments and you honor those commitments, and we're going to talk about what it means to honor our commitments in just a minute, you are literally the creator of your life, right? Life just opens up to you. You find you are in a state of, a state of being where you feel in alignment with your values in life. And there's a lot more to values work, like figuring out what yours exactly are. There's easy ways to do this, by the way, but I'm going to save that for another episode that's upcoming. Um, But most people think we fail at goals in life because of lack of time or money or skill or energy. But the truth is, it really is lack of commitment. And this, this isn't to induce 
shame for me or for you or for anyone. It's just that it's so important to own this and to take responsibility for this. Because if we can't do that, if we can't own it, if we can't take responsibility for it, if we can't really get into that mindset that we are the ones in charge of those things, then we're never gonna be able to change it. We, we really have to get that it is our lack of commitment um, so that we can take that responsibility and ownership and so that we can change or create the things we are desiring in our lives. And, and the beautiful and uplifting part of this is that we have the control, right? So we don't have to drop into shame like, oh my gosh, now I am the one responsible and it's all on me and I haven't done it. So, you know, I've, I've been this bad person by not doing it. That's not what it's about. It's about really owning this and, and recognizing it really is beautiful and uplifting because that means we have the control. We, we do have um, the means to make these things happen. And there are ways to create commitment and cultivate it. Remember, it's, it's a feeling as well as an action. And so we can create these feelings through our thinking. I'm often coaching clients on specific thoughts they can use to create commitment. And when you learn to do this and to, to recognize as well as, as to shift, how you can shift into new thinking habits and patterns, you automatically gain commitment. And with commitment, you feel willing. And with more willingness, you follow through on your commitment. So desire alone means nothing, right? Desire for more money, desire for more time, desire for weight loss, desire and want do not require any effort. And desiring something is actually really comfortable. It's it's easy to desire or wish for something. And in truth, sometimes desiring something feels so comfortable, we just wanna stay in desire mode. I often think about how back in the day, I would buy every new book that came out about weight loss. I'd be at the bookstore, see the latest and greatest diet fad, and buy that book, and I would feel so good because because you know I had this desire to be super skinny and I wasn't and so I I felt like good be- when I bought these books because well one one of two things would happen you know I I would feel like okay if I buy this book you know I'm going to delve in I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to get to my goal you know all these sort of things but really what would happen is I would never read it, right? And then I would just purchase the next one that came out and I'd feel good again for a moment. Or, you know, if I did read it for a few days and I'd, I'd feel really good because, you know, I was going to get my crap together and finally do the diet and lose the weight. So I, I'd feel good while reading it, kind of in a way lying to myself that I would make the changes. And then once the book was finished, once I, once I was done with the book, I just immediately went back into old food, emotional, eating, binging, restricted um, eating habits. And, you know, not only did no weight come off, but now I was miserable because I didn't follow through on what I was telling myself I was going to do while I was reading that book. Um, I see this happen a lot with my clients as well. So desire alone is a, it's a very passive experience. It requires no action and no changes actually come from desire. It produces no results in life. But desire plus commitment is a very different story, as is commitment alone. Because 
you know, this is always hard for us to hear, but desire waxes and wanes. Just like I always talk about motivation, the the feelings of motivation, the the they come and go like waves. Well, all feelings do. That's why lasting changes do not come from desire and motivation. True lasting changes come from commitment. And this means we take action and do the thing even when we don't feel motivated or feel that desire to do the thing. When we cultivate commitment through our thoughts and you know in the in how we think and then we feel the willingness, then we engage in the behaviors necessary for the lasting changes to take place and this gets us to our weight loss goal and keeps us there, by the way. This can get us to our relationship goals, our performance goals, our financial goals, or our I want more time to do what we love goals. This is the process how we actually bring those things into being into our lives. So honoring commitments, I said we were going to talk about that. It actually does take effort. It does require action and effort. It's an active experience and initially it is very uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable experience to go through as we honor our commitments, but it is required to achieve a goal or to create a lasting change. And this is why if any of you have heard about the law of attraction, that was kind of, I don't know, was that 15, 20 years ago when that was kind of a thing? I remember Oprah had um, all the people who were in that movie or wrote the book, I don't even remember, on her, you know, she she interviewed them all, kind of became this big deal. But this is why the law of attraction, okay, now this is my opinion. I hope I don't offend anyone, but just bear with me a little bit. Um, this is why the law of attraction is, in my world, kind of ridiculous. Um, because just thinking on something, right, trying to manifest it through thoughts in and of itself will not produce results. Now, I will say that the law of attraction stuff can work if you use the thought work to create the feelings that lead you into the behaviors and the action. And and that can work and works beautifully, but just to ruminate on our desires without specific thoughts to create the willingness that leads to the action, it is not going to happen. This is not honoring our commitments. Honoring our commitments means following through on the behaviors and actions in order to make the thing happen. So life does not, I love this, life does not give us what we want. Life gives us what we are committed to. So everything you have in your life right now, think about this for a minute. Everything you have in your life right now is a result of what you have committed to in the past and all the decisions and commitments today that you make will determine the results that you have in a year from now. What you do today in terms of acting on commitments, um, in terms of behaving on your commitments, will create the person who you are in the future. Future you, and I just had a podcast one, two, or three episodes back, I believe, on future you work, and this all ties in. What you do today determines who we are tomorrow, who we are in a week, who we are in a month, a year, five years. That's why getting clear on who future you is is so important. For And for more on that future you work, take a, take a listen to that past episode. I don't remember what number it is, but it's just a few back. Um, 
But that that all ties into this, you know, getting clear on who we want future you to be and then kind of working, there's a process to this, working backwards to start creating the daily changes that we want to make and then making the commitment to those in order that we're following through. So this episode may be making you a little uncomfortable and I just want to say that that's really normal and it's okay when we start to realize and, and own this and own that it, it really does come down to us, you know, that it's not our spouses um, bringing home the random pizza that's making us keep our weight on when we really start to own that it's not, you know, our crazy schedules that are making us keep the weight on um, or, you know, that it's not all the, the stress spinning around us that is making us stress eat. When we really own that it's not those things outside ourselves, but it is really, it comes down to us and our decisions that we are holding our own selves back. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> it can feel very uncomfortable. But let me offer that this, again, is actually what we want. If you're feeling a little uncomfortable, it means you are in the mode of beginning to make some true changes. So keep listening. I, I want you to see how you can take your commitment to the next level and to see if you are truly committed to your goal, your desire, your wish. So think about a desire you have right now in your life. Maybe it's to lose 20 pounds. Maybe it's to make more money. Maybe it's to have a healthier, more fulfilling relationship with your significant other or maybe with your children. Okay, so now that you have one in mind, think about by when. When do you want this to happen by? Again, you know, discomfort as you ask yourself is, you know, is this normal and is it it, it good? And I, I'm going to say if you're feeling discomfort as you ask yourself that question, yes, it's good because it means it's becoming real. It's starting to come to life, right? So when do you want this <clears throat> to happen by? Six months, a year, two years? Okay, next level. If I told you you had to give me $10,000, and you could have it back as soon as you hit your goal, is your brain saying to you, yes, absolutely, I'm ready to make these changes, I'd give the $10,000 immediately? Or does your brain throw up thoughts that create hesitation? Maybe saying, no, not ready to do that yet, because you might not follow through, right? So now all the reasons your brain is saying to wait or is making you hesitate, these are the exact thoughts you need to work through to actually get to where you want to be, to actually make that commitment and stick to it. So ask yourself, what would you need to be thinking about in regards to your goal and yourself to get to where you would say yes to that $10,000 challenge, where you would say absolutely to the $10,000 challenge? What would you need to be thinking? What would your brain need to be thinking in order to say yes that, that to that. And once you come up with those, right, the thoughts that your brain is throwing up that are making you hesitate, and then writing out thoughts that you would need to think in order to say yes to that $10,000 challenge, once, once you come up with those, you're golden in your commitment. You will find that you are willing to stretch yourself just a bit more and make those shifts to get to your desire your body weight, your relationship life, the extra time to do what you love, creating that piece of art or writing that book, whatever, whatever your thing is. 
This is all about how we think on purpose in order to really make a commitment, which then we are willing to follow through on. When, when I work with my clients for weight loss, this is why you know they get a template from me on planning their food for the day, for the week at first, right? This, this template walks them through how to make a food plan that must be doable. This is how I start to get people shifting into keeping commitments to themselves. So think about this. If, if you deal with emotional eating, stress eating, overeating as a habit, maybe binging behavior, when we desire to change this behavior and we make a commitment of, you know, I'm never going to do that again, or we make a food plan for the day that doesn't include any food we enjoy or doesn't include the glass of wine that you typically have been having. You know, you've maybe been having two to three glasses of wine every evening. You make this food plan, no more wine. You know, we know what happens then. And it, it happens every single time. We make these commitments but can't follow through on them because they are too far away from our current ways of eating, our current food and eating habits. So now you don't follow through. You've made your plan, but you don't follow through on it. You lose integrity with yourself. And now your own relationship with yourself breaks down. And, and now you've not honored your commitment. We're back to that honoring of the commitment. You haven't gone there. So we have to get into the understanding and mindset that we need to make doable plans, right? And and we're I'm, in this example, I'm talking about food plans, but honestly, this can relate to any goals or desires you have in life. They have to be doable. So I often get a lot of pushback on this from clients. You know, at first they can't understand this paradox and why it works. But if if you do this correctly, it works beautifully and easily and weight comes off. But understanding that when we make a commitment, at least with our food plan, it has to be doable. You know, and I guess the, the argument with the paradox is that well, if I make this very doable plan, like where I can actually have wine or I can eat the ice cream or whatever, then I'm never going to lose the weight. But the paradox is when you make the doable plan, maybe stretches you just a tiny bit. So maybe instead of the three glasses of wine, you have the two glasses of wine. Yes, the weight comes off slower, but the weight comes off and it comes off, off for good because you're creating this very, um, that you're recreating creating this relationship with yourself where there's so much integrity where you can follow through. And what happens over time, you get to, and this happens every single time, you get to where you don't need the ice cream every day. Not only do you not need it, you don't want it. You don't want the two glasses of wine every night, right? These are these small doable changes. And this is a paradox, but it is why it works. And it works for lasting long-term weight loss. So Okay, with this practice over time, you know, my clients get to build that integrity with themselves. They gain experience of committing and following through on that commitment, on honoring it. And through this process, automatically they create this healthy, loving relationship with themselves, which is needed, by the way, to make these changes permanent, like I just talked about. And as this builds, they find, like I said, they literally don't need or want the extra food, the extra wine. They learn how to lose the weight while loving the food, the eating lifestyle that they create for themselves. 
So what, what about if you are wishing or desiring for something other than weight loss in your life? So let's use the example of wishing for a more loving, healthy relationship with your partner, partner or maybe your child, because I, you know, I see this relationship one a lot in my line of work. And side note here, as I go into this, I am not talking about if you are in an abusive, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally abusive relationship, if you are more help is most likely going to be needed. And please, you know, if you are in danger, call 911 or your local emergency number or shelter for abused men uh, or women and, and get help. I, I am talking here about relationships that just are not working and feel unfulfilling. I'm sure many of you know what I mean. So you're wanting a healthier, more fulfilling relationship with your significant other or your child. This all comes down to you and shifting from this desire, this wishing, to actually making a commitment to yourself and your own behaviors to improve this relationship. Often by just one person beginning to make changes, the other party starts to follow along and the relationship becomes healthy, fulfilling for both parties, simply because just one person committed to making specific changes to themselves, typically in how they communicate, this is lots of, if you're into relationship stuff, I'm sure you know the name John Gottman. Um, he is the main guy in all the research on relationships on this. Um, and he talks about this often, how it just, it often can just take the commitment of change of one person in the relationship. So in coaching or counseling some th- someone through this, we talk about small little changes the person desiring change is willing to make. It might be that they agree they can stop nagging about household chores for a day or two and then see what happens. Or maybe moving into approaching needs and wants with the other person in a communication style that is non-emotional, right? Um, That is much more neutral. So often making requests of others without that needy emotion works beautifully. Or maybe this person desiring a healthy, loving relationship agrees to make one loving action every day. My, my point is, we figure out something that is doable for this person, stretches them a little, but is doable, and they commit to it for a time period that feels doable. This is how, um, this is how we make commitment stick: small, doable, daily changes. I'm going to repeat it again: small, doable, daily changes is what makes us stick to our commitments. Desire is saying, I want it. And commitment is saying, I'm committed to having it. We want to cultivate commitment. And we do this by how we think so that we create the feeling of willingness that leads us to engaging in the behaviors, the actions that we have to make in order to make the changes to get to our desire. This does not mean you have to be like, frick, yeah, I got this. I'm doing this. I got it. No, this is, you do not need to be like in that 100% committed rah-rah uh, place, okay? We are looking for sustained commitment. And what does a sustainable level of commitment look like? It's what I talked about just before. Sustainable commitment means small Again, I'm going to repeat small, doable, daily behaviors that stretch us just a little bit. This is how we create sustainable commitment and sustainable commitment 
is what has to happen to get us where we want to be for life. We want to move from a desired life to a committed life. And we do this through how we think on purpose in order to create feelings of willingness that motor our behaviors into doing the small, daily, doable changes that bring us to where we want to be living. Living, whether, whether that's at a healthier body weight, living in fulfilling relationships, financially getting to where we want to be, living a life with more time to do what we love. That's always been my top value. Writing a book, learning to salsa or paint, whatever the life is you want to be living and how you want to be living it comes from a committed life existence. I hope you found something useful and that you can take away from this episode to make your life just a little bit better and bring you closer to those desires, those dreams, and those goals that you have, whether that's with your body weight, your health, or if it's in any other aspect of your life. And if you found something useful and know someone you think also might find something useful, I'd ask if you just pass along the episode to them. And also from whatever platform you're listening to, if you can download any episodes or you can give them a review, um, any of those things really helps grow the podcast. It helps um, the logarithm in all the uh, all the platforms that this is on helps the algorithm so other people can find the podcast easier, which also just helps me to keep these episodes rolling out. So anything you can do there, um, I'd really appreciate your support. Okay, we will talk again soon. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you for sharing this space with me. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.